Good afternoon, everybody. Today we want to talk about mind mapping, about a visual uh, helper which can really be beneficial for a lot of people. Uh, well, we know at least it was for us. Let's go to the topic of mind mapping. Uh, Chris, first question for me is uh, how did you come across uh, mind maps and uh, why did you start using it? So it's an old story because actually it's um, mind mapping is not at all something new. I encountered it um, when I start to work actually because I was uh, working on the as a project manager in the IT department of uh, one of the biggest uh, booksellers in Paris and I was on Saint-Germain-des-Prés and at that time I could have any book for free that I could take, read and then bring back and I stumbled upon the book of uh, Tony Buzan who is a British author and he was a psychologist and he was doing a TV series at that time that was called Use Your Head and he introduced this and the book became very popular I liked the idea and for me at first I use it as a way to am visual so I have a visual memory so when I was doing mind map I would record very well and it was also a very efficient way to take notes mm -hmm. so that's how uh, I discover mind mapping for me it was very similar because uh, it was in high school I remember I was second uh, grade of high school and I was always interested in learning Mem memorizing much better so any subject I wanted to really memorize well read really fast and understand it better so it was at the same time when I started uh, speed reading and then I also came across the book of Tony Buzan I love the book and my first exercise was actually on the speed reading lectures where I went on the course and it was to take any subject from our, our high school and use the mind map on it. And that, I remember, that was the first time I could remember every single detail about the things that I was learning in high school. And it was the only time I got an A in that specific subject because we had a really tough teacher. <laughs> it was amazing. And since then, I've been using it for the last uh, already almost 15 years. Not as often like I did at that time, but uh, it still helps me a lot when I want to memorize and learn something well. So, me, the, um, first, uh, as I said, I, I was taking notes or memorizing things with it. But then I started to use it when I was doing trainings or talk, because we will see later, but it's very nice where you can be interrupted mm -hmm. because you keep track where you are. So if you have very um, even notes that are in a, in a specific order, chronologic order, if someone asks you a question which is elsewhere, then you lose track. You don't know yeah. what you said before. You, and, and that's why when people do talk, some people they are really annoyed when they are interrupted, which I always think it's a good thing when people have questions. So mind map, and we will see after why, is a very good way when you give a talk to be able to jump to from one idea to another very smoothly and uh, and I end up teaching it so when I start to work on the master of video games in France I did lectures and workshop on mind mapping and since then I did also when I was in Singapore 
I would start, and he was really surprised, uh, the students, because they come to a, a lecture on game design. Uh -huh. And I say, okay, let's do mind mapping. And they say, what is mind mapping? Uh -huh. And so, and I think this is typically the kind of meta skill for me, uh -huh. where you find techniques to learn, to memorize, to visualize, that can be helpful or help you regardless of the topic. Mm -hmm. So mind map is a tool that you can use in any kind of contest. So it's not like we talk a lot about cooking. It's not specific to this. It can be used in any. Uh, so that's something I like. And um, also what I like about it is the simplicity of it mm -hmm. because you need a, a pen and a blank page. Let's go into more details about what it actually is. Uh, how would you describe uh, what mind maps are? So first I have to uh, disclose uh, some secrets about uh, our podcast. Is that from the beginning we are using mind map. So anytime we start a conversation like this, when after having uh, choose the, the topic, I will do a mind map so that we have a clear vision of what we want to talk about. Yeah. And as you may as listener have noticed, our talk are about 20 minutes to 30 minutes, which is roughly four topics, five minutes, or five, minutes, yes. uh, five topics, four minutes. And so this is exactly where mind map can be very useful as a way to structure the information. So it's a map of information and it's a radiant tree structure, meaning you have a central concept. Yes. So let's say we do today, we do a podcast on mind mapping. Mm -hmm. So at the center of my map, mind map, I will have mind map. <laughs> so the main topic. And from there, you draw lines and association links to keywords. And for example, we just took on the first question about the origin. So my keywords would be origin. Then we are now talking about what it is. So I will have a keyword what. And from there, after that, you will put every ID that are related to that keyword. So I have a central concept. I draw lines to keywords. That's the first level. So it's how I structure. You branch out yes. practically radial. And most of the time, something useful is to use different colors. Mm -hmm. So you can see per level. So I have the central ID, I have the first level with the keywords, how I structure my thoughts. And then after that, I have really the key IDs and you will have up from one to seven IDs. So what you want to get at the end is a diagram that helps you to visualize and organize information. Where it's very important is our brain like to do association. That's why I think it's called mind map, because you kind of mimic on a piece of paper mm. the way you would like your brain to function, to create relation between mm. different entities. And by creating those associations, you were talking about memorizing. Yeah. And actually, we memorize by making association. Exactly. To create a story. Yes, so this, uh, in a perfect mind map, those relations, they are not just linked, they really connect entities between them. 
with clear associations that are meaningful. That's why you don't get your mind map right for the very first time. And after I will talk about the process, because this is really, if you do well, it's not just to do a, a beautiful drawing. You organize your thoughts, mm -hmm. you organize a topic, let's say an article, if you write an article, you, do a, a, you read a book, so you make a summary. So this is about organizing information in a visual way. That's how, for me, I really liked it. It was that, in a very simple way, I can connect ideas together, and those connections, for me, sometimes I'm even more relevant. And when I will memorize, I will remember the connection, and this will trigger the memory of one idea of things, because this idea is not alone somewhere, it's connected to different things and then to a main topic. And usually we will go uh, clockwise, which is also helpful. It was really helpful for me. Always go from 12 o'clock all the way uh, clockwise back to 12. And, uh, and sometimes if you don't have colors, you can use numbers. Mm -hmm. But there is a kind of, uh, it's a tree, as you said, that there is a part of... Uh, hierarchy of information yeah. and you structure that way you need to find a way to be able to see very clearly almost like the layers so i have the main id and then i have the first layer which are the key keywords mm -hmm. and from then i will branch out to concepts that are related to each keywords If we take an example of, let's say you're reading a book, uh, how would you do your mind map? Would you first go through all of the chapters and in your first level just write uh, down the titles of all the chapters? Or would you read the whole book and then start mapping? Or in what way would you actually start if you are not sure what the order is going to be? So I will be even more specific here. We did a podcast about the Essentialism book, yes. which I actually happened to do a mind map per each big parts, mm -hmm. and then with all the chapters. So, in your example, I will separate two levels. One level is how, what's the process in order to get to the mind map, and how to do one mind map. So I will start very easily, again, to... Just clarify how you do one mind map and then how you refine it. Sometimes, if the book like Essentialism is so well structured, you can really map out the part and the chapter mm -hmm. and it makes sense. And I think that's why we choose that book and that's the beauty of this book is that not only it's an interesting book on the content itself, which is normally the value of a book, but yeah. also on the structure. Mm -hmm. So when the person, the offer, structure the information already. Indeed, you map out, you would put Essentialism Part 1 at the center, then you have the chapter for each part around, and you are almost there. Yeah. Now, there are books that are not like this. So, you can, as you said, you will read a chapter, and if this chapter has a... A lot of information... Yeah, but it's consistent. Mm -hmm. It works by itself. You can map out just that chapter mm -hmm. or you will try to map all the book. Again, uh, 
uh, when you start, start by easy things, meaning when I want to do one mind map, I will write at the center the main topic. Mm -hmm. Let's say uh, I read The Alchemist and I put The Alchemist in the center. Okay. And then I will branch out. And of course, as you said, even if the book is not that well structured, you can always start by the chapter as the first keywords, the mm -hmm. first uh, rounds. And then if you have interesting ideas in one chapter, you put them at that uh, connected to that. And so you will have a structure. So first you write your, your main points on the center, and then you draft the first uh, circle of keywords, mm -hmm. and then you, you expand the map by connecting IDs to those keywords. Mm -hmm. Now, this is how to draw a mind map, but mind map is there to make sense. Yes. So, the way your brain works, it will organize information. So, you, <clears throat> the first draft of a mind map doesn't need to be super well structured, you don't need to figure out everything because that's the goal of a mind map. The process of a mind map is to clarify that. Mm -hmm. So it's very uh, normal that you do a mind map, you put things together, and you realize it's a mess. It's not <laughs> well structured. There is no hierarchy. Uh, you have a connection going in every direction and things. Uh -huh. You sleep on it. In the morning, after that, you clarify. You want to visualize things in the simple way. You simplify. And then you start to think, okay, what's the structure? And that's why I think mind mapping is so good when you want to do summary or executive summary, because it helps to organize the information. Yeah. So the first draft can be messy, go messy, no worries. But then after, what you want is to say, okay, what are the keywords? What are the key ideas? How I connect them? you can branch out some association, even if it's not in the same branch. Like, you can do different things, but the main idea is you will edit, and in an iterative way, that's all the process of mind mapping, you want to get to a very clear picture where it's clearly, the connections are clear, the keywords are clear, and now it helps you to better understand the topic yeah. or the book, to get the things, because where your example of a book is very uh, interesting is that most people will read a book, they close the book, they don't remember anything. Exactly. <laughs> so the idea of a mind map and would be mind mapping is that whether you do one mind map per chapter, mm -hmm. whether you do a mind map for the whole book, whatever, but it helps you to remember key ideas, things that were really insightful for you to organize the information so that when you go back, even six months after, mm, you know going it. through uh, that mind map, you should remember mm. the key concepts that you took from that book. I remember when I was doing uh, those mind maps and I had to really learn uh, what idea goes after another. And what I would do, I would make almost a movie in my head, which was, in my head, it was so colorful, it was exaggerated, everything was uh, super size, uh, and this is how I connected to really force my brain to remember because it was so weird, it was so extravagant. So in this way, I would connect one idea to another just by making it into some object or some person doing something, 
which was crazy, not too natural, not too normal. And then I would have a storyline to remember exactly what goes after this crazy uh, scene to another crazy scene. Uh, and it really uh, helped me a lot with memorizing a lot of things. So on the Blue Lotus Cafe, we say no to drugs. <laughs> but this is a very good point. Some people will visualize things in color, then use color for your mind map. Some people would see, as you said, graphic, like they would see things you can draw. The, the exact shape or layout that uh, your mind map is, uh, is going into doesn't really matter yeah. as, sound, as soon as it helps you to clarify things, to better visualize and to be to able recall. to organize information. And my last question is going to be, where are you going to, where would you use it? Uh, what for would you use uh, mind maps in what situations? So, as always, something may be very useful for some and not for others. So you have to try for yourself. So I think the first is to experiment to, with mind map mm -hmm. and to see if you are visual and it helps you to memorize or not. Some people, they just don't get it or it not works for them. So of course, it's not a universal tool. It just helps certain person for things that are related to organizing information and taking notes. So some example where I found it very um, uh, useful mm -hmm. are related to what you were mentioning, uh, which is visual thinking. Mm -hmm. So anytime you tend to want to visualize something or simulate in your head, that's a way to transcribe that on paper, which would be, for example, one key use of mind mapping is brainstorming. Yeah. So I have a brainstorm. We put a topic and everybody's throwing uh, ideas. Mm -hmm. Then I put them on a mind map, which I will organize the day after. Mm -hmm. So you never edit a mind map during the brainstorming session. You let it sit and then always after. Mm -hmm. Never cut during. It's like saying no in a brainstorm. Yeah. You welcome any idea. So it's a very efficient way to take notes like that. You can take notes in a meeting, then the meeting becomes a bit less boring. <laughs> As you were mentioning, a lot of people use it to memorize concepts or lecture. So for students, very simple way to take notes. Yeah, uh, I a lot. And, uh, and then to help to memorize, to get... Uh, and if you cannot make the connection, it means that you didn't understand. So you have to go back, and, and that's the beauty of it. It will reveal... If something is unclear, if you cannot organize the mind map, it means that that concept, you still, yes, you still didn't understand it well, so that you can uh, explain to someone else. Me, really, wh what I thought was very powerful was when I have to prepare a talk or a lecture, because if I do a lecture, let's say I'm explaining something, someone will interrupt me, I can just mark on the mind map where I am. I answer to the question and then I start again. I still have all the logic. I still have uh, the structure. So I used to have uh, mind maps where I would check when I, I finish a keyword, I will check it so I know I did it. And then I just look around, see which one I'm missing. It's a very good way to uh, avoid being trapped in a, in a talk where you go on something and then you forgot that you had 
something very important that was making sense at yeah. the conclusion and you just forgot to mention it because you were interruption during that will um, make you lose your focus yeah. so the mind map is something that will ground you uh, back and help and uh, and the other use that I have of mind map as I said for me the mind map as a lot of things is a iterative process so I will do a draft and then I will edit uh, the day after and clarify visualize so I use it as a problem solving tool so I have a problem I put I put the context in the keywords around and then I put ideas that are kind of solution or issues or and at the first time when I do the first drive I don't try to find a solution because this will be the obvious one. Mm -hmm. And I do like a brainstorm when I say, okay, what is the, okay, the very obvious is this, the ugly solution is this, what is the pragmatic one and what would be the elegant one. So I force myself to find different solutions. I will let the mind map not that clean and your brain during the night will clarify. He will do his job, especially if you sleep well. Mm -hmm. And when you come back, suddenly things will be more clear. Then I will edit, simplify, organize my mind map. And most of the time, at least I have a start of solution. Yeah. So I found it a very useful tool in problem solving, which is something very important. We have a cognitive uh, bias where we tend to, because of our habits and things, Mm. Always imagine that there is one solution. Yeah. There is always alternative. Mm. So here, where the mind map, because you branch out, you put different things and you force your brain to go out of the habit mm -hmm. and to see that maybe there are other solutions. And maybe the day after it will turn out, oh, this is really where I should go. Mm. So that's for me the most interesting aspect of it. So, so it helps you think outside of the box in a more creative way. <clears throat> yes, or uh, at least to know that the first idea we have, uh, they have a beer or they are because I'm used to. Yeah. So you think something is, uh, you know, um, you are used to it. It's not necessarily elegant, but you know it will go. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, that's the first. Can I find others? Yeah. And it forces you, you want to, again, to have the full mind map, so the, the full circus. So it forces you to look deeper and to search. Mm -hmm. And very important, again, never cut, never edit a mind map the day you are making it, the first draft. Let it like this, let it sit, your brain will clean. When you have clear uh, ideas in the morning, then you will edit, mm -hmm. simplify, clean it in a way. And finalize. And then the light will come, hopefully. Beautiful.